they are very buddy buddy with these crazy cows. Get it? Octavarius, so nefarious. Eight legs and a wicked arm. Octavarius descended from planet X, ready to save our planet from harm. He'll make you laugh. He'll make you cry. But most importantly, he's gonna save your life. He'll let him speak for himself. He's got a lot to say. Ask him the mic and get ready to sway. Hey, everybody. Turns. Lols. Welcome to the Octavarius Podcast, everyone. No, you're welcome to the Octavarius Podcast. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Mark. This is episode 140 of the podcast. Hey, Morty. Hey, Morty. Nice. Good. Good. You're welcome. That was a good one. You know what? Without any further ado, let's start off at the far end of the room and sound off. Hey, it's Nick. Hello, everyone. It's LP. Hi, it's Scott. Well, howdy-do. It's Keith. Oh, hey there. It's Cloud. You're welcome. It's Brian. Thanks. It's Tins. <laughs> Didn't see you come in there. It's Chris. Greetings from Couch. It is Mark. Costelvi. Welcome ah. back, Scott. Hey, thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah good day. Back to you. Where have you been? Spain? I've been doing uh, the Rocky Horror Show live at the Main Stage Theater in Rogers Park. And how do you spell Maine? M-A-Y-N-E, stage.com. Go look it up. Yeah, there's just one left, so if you're listening to this live, we have a Halloween show this Wednesday the 31st at midnight. That's tons of fun if you've never seen it or... If you're looking for a good Rocky Horror to go to, it's a great, great bunch of people. So it must be because every time Robin and I try to get tickets, it's sold out. Boom. So, so I guess you can't go. But no, Wednesday is. Wednesday might night. have spaces open. And Wednesday, Wednesday's industry night. So bring a headshot, a resume, and you get in for $10. Nice. Thank cool. you, everyone who came to uh, last night's show. Yeah, yeah that was great. That was great. That was good. I think it was fun. Good for everyone. Oh, I thought it was. Brilliant. The Walking Dead. Super fun. Oh, yeah, we were so great. Shit. <laughs> oh, shit. What's wrong, Tins? Tins, what's wrong? Is something wrong? Oh, Is my God. Did you guys hear me? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I was, I was trying to keep it to myself. Um, I'm awfully distraught, though. Why? I forgot. Uh, you it's guys don't want to. You don't want to hear my woes. No, right. please. I want right. to know all of your woes. Oh, you guys. I forgot the mailbag. Tens! Aw, oh, dude. What are you, an idiot? Ain't I a stinker? <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, luckily, I <laughs> I had a, a, just a sneaking suspicion that I should open the mailbag earlier, and I actually took out the only letter that we received. Oh, but the mailbag is still lost then? I yeah, lost I, it after I just threw it got... over my shoulder, so I'm not sure where it went. Uh, but, so this is your fault. Yeah. Typical okay. Mark. But I do have this week's letter. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Read it. Or open it. Uh, and this week's letter comes to us from one Mitt Romney. What? Mitt Romney. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, wow. He knows us? Governor Mitt Romney? I mean, I, I, I could be another one. I don't sure know. sure it's not Mitt Romney? No, it's it's like <laughs> oh, the it guy running Romney. for president. Yeah. Is the guy running for president spelled the same? Looks like his handwriting. Why? Um, no Mitt Romney's handwriting. Oh yeah, I do analysis work. Um, and, uh, and Mitt writes, Hey Octavarius, uh, long time listener, first time mailbag writer. Um, I just wanted to get in touch with you guys because as you may know, I am running for president. 
president is the job uh, as the executive of the executive branch of the United States government, mm-hmm. uh, as outlined in the United States Constitution, something I wholeheartedly support. He's just talking down to us now. <laughs> no, I think he just wants to make sure that we know what he's talking about. Oh, good. So he's like, so, um, so, and we're having this big election for it. Uh, it's the first Tuesday after the first Monday in November, so mark your calendar. And I would really appreciate it if you guys vote for me. I think I'm really great. Cool. Mitt Romney. Uh, is that a question? Uh, what's no. up with that? He's just he's just pandering for our vote. Oh, well, good thing we read his uh, letter on air then. Yeah. Like I think that probably converted a lot of our listeners. It's going to reach the million. I mean, he said he's a long-time listener, so... Should be real cool. Yeah, he's, he's also, like, completely full of shit and just says whatever people want to hear, so... Chris! You think, no! Wait, you Chris, think he would have just told us he listens to our show, but he doesn't actually listen to our show? I feel like a lot of politicians are full of shit, but I feel like Mitt Romney is a little bit special. He's, like, cartoonishly full of shit. Yeah. Like, he, I always say he reminds me of... A villain on like a made-for-TV Disney movie. Bingo. I feel. See, I feel like I always feel that about the candidate I don't support. By the time we get to the election, you thought John no, McCain no was way. just say anything to get elected. I, yeah, I, that's I what thought, everyone was saying about him. Yeah, I felt that McCain ended up that way, I but it, I knew. Was, I don't think it was as much. But, as I, but I, could, yes. I could look at John McCain and be like, "There's a human being." Right. Mitt Romney, I look at him One and I don't scandal. see that. Like I feel, you know, like uh, I feel like uh, Romney. You know, you know how like Clinton uh, in the '90s when he was running would say like, "Every day I wake up and think about the American people," and I like I believe that you know Clinton most days actually thought about the American people. I even believe George W. Bush thought about the American people, but I don't think Mitt Romney gives a damn yeah. about care. a lot of people. I can't, like, I can't I imagine that that's, that's true. Like, Oh, it is. I see it in his eyes. I just look at the man. I just don't think he gives a damn. I, I don't think... I think the thing about, you know, Clinton and Obama and some of these other people who came up, you know, especially when you had to come up from, from poverty or when, you know, Clinton coming up through Arkansas, I, I think the thing with, with Romney that makes it hard for people to take him seriously when, when he's like... Because I mean, like, I've got no issue with Romney being like, hey, I'm rich as fuck. That means I'm qualified to be president. Or like, I made a lot of money. I did very well in the private sector. Mm. I'm a really rich, successful guy. Like, that was Ross Perot's thing in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Ross Perot was like, I'm a fucking billionaire. I'm really good with money. You need me because I'm clearly a person who's good with money. I but think Ross not Perot doing cares about the American people. I, I think a lot of, you know, some of those billionaires do. I just... Romney? No. So, can I... Let me ask you guys something. Let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. Now, when you say you don't think he cares about the American people, do you think that him becoming president... Like, what's... Because I feel like when you say that, what it, what it speaks to me is that when if Mitt Romney becomes president, shit will, will get worse. Yes. Or like what... Like, what's the end game? Why is what's his evil villain plan? What's the evil villain plan well, for the Republicans? Well, it's, it's not necessarily even an, an evil villain plan. If you're looking at what he did prior to being president, yeah, you know, in Bain Capital and how he made his money, he essentially made his money by taking out loans. He would take out big loans from banks. He would downsize the company. He would, you know, come in there and tell you what fat to trim. So they'd lay off a bunch of workers. They'd cut pensions. They'd cut everything for the guys in the lower end. 
and then they would reward the executives with big payouts and bonuses. In in Massachusetts, it was the same thing. He he did things again. He's he's all out for self preservation, so he's not going to raise taxes on paper. But what he did as governor was he added a bunch of you know now sticker fees. Some of them were tripled. You're paying triple for licenses and stickers and things mm-hmm. that you used to uh, spend money on. And yeah. you know you're doing it because when you don't give a fuck about the little people who aren't rich, you know you make concessions for your rich buddies that help you out. And, you know, you end up cutting from the people you see as dispensable. And when you say cut government spending over the, all the time, pretty much what you're talking about is cutting government pensions, you know, cutting jobs, cutting wages, cutting hours. You know, the people who are going to get hurt are the people that he doesn't, you know, he's never had to associate with. And I think, you know, like, the biggest issue, or one of the biggest for me is, like, he would end Obamacare. No, he wouldn't. Well, not yeah, end completely, but, like... I think he'll just take credit. I think, I don't think, and because like I, the thing that that plagues me about Mitt Romney is I can't figure out who he's gonna fuck over once he if if he gets there. It looks like there's no way in hell he's gonna win, but you never know. Um, if he gets into office, I don't know whether it'll be terrible or not because he's lied to everybody. He's mm-hmm. taken every position no, on me. every issue that's out there. You know, is he gonna fuck over all the hardcore, you know, Christian right, you know, gun-toting people out there, uh, and you know, end up governing governing as a really moderate guy, or is he gonna say all these moderate things at the end and then you know shift to the right because Congress is largely Republican and he's gonna have to rely on them to get reelected? I have no idea who he's gonna stab in the back, but if you're promising everything to everybody, somebody's gonna get fucked over, and I have no idea who. Whereas Obama's just like, I want to fuck over the rich a little. And I'm like, well, I'm not rich, so works for me. But that's their argument, though. They're not my poor, so fuck them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm not defending it. It's weird, because, you know, it's just such a messy business. And I, when I was a kid, I I really wanted, I really thought seriously about, you know, going into politics. I thought it would be a really cool uh, thing to do. And I, I really like... Helping people, and I thought it was a noble thing. Did, you, did any of you guys ever want to be president? I didn't. No. Like when I was like eight or nine. Yeah. What no. made you want to be president? The idea of like helping people, like I was always like, like I mean, it is, like not knowing anything about politics or how anything works, but the idea of like, I was always like, my parents being like, hey, let's donate something to like charity or something. Like uh-huh. I always liked the idea of giving. What? Things like that. So I, I assumed, and I was like. Who's the, what's the, what's the strongest way of doing that? Oh, being the president of the United States. Again, not knowing anything about politics, but, uh, you know. It's like giving your entire yeah. four years, basically. Yeah, giving, yeah. To, to giving back and helping out and making sure everything works correctly. What made you stop? Um, I started learning about politics and then watching movies. What, what, like, can you, can you think of what made you not want to be president? I'm trying like, to think of what, because I didn't... Like, I didn't, like anything. I don't know. I, I think finding out, okay, out, like, we're talking, like, I'm eight or nine, like, it's fourth grade, mm-hmm. and I remember uh, something happened in, like, fifth or sixth grade. I'm not sure what the actual... It was, it was before Monica Lewinsky happened, but it was something else that I was like, man, again, I didn't know anything about the political spectrum, but I was like, this seems like a lot of just bullshit that people have to deal with just I forgot what lo- my parents are watching TV and they're getting like my dad was yelling at the TV about something and I'm like oh that's what it's like that's just seeing what and kind of in a 10 year old's like mind frame understanding somewhat of what 
yeah. negotiating and conflicts and you know bipartisan stuff and stuff like that. And I was like, nah, this isn't what I thought. You would never want to be the negotiator. <laughs> I would not want to be. Did you did you have a favorite president? Like, what would, if you were a president, who would you most be like? Would I aim to be? Yeah, who would you want like? to be? Or I mean, who did you Clinton. want to be when you were a kid? Like as a kid, as a kid, I really like. Did you like the dude from Independence Day? Did you like? Oh, you said like Lincoln? a fiction. Uh, yeah, um, I mean, I, Harrison Ford, Air Force One. Yeah, yeah, hands down. Man, fictional presidents opens up a whole other yeah. ball of worms. Well, why say, not? I mean, I don't know. Anything that inspires us is real, one, is real enough. My dad was a huge John F. Kennedy fan. Huh? Like, and we always had like uh, JFK like books around and things. So I think either and just like as I like in sixth grade and like. You know, early high school, reading up on him, I was like, that guy, this is beyond the point where I was like, I don't want to be, I don't, uh-huh. I've grown out of that dream, you know. But I was like, that, I mean, JFK, yeah. Cool. Well, yeah, I think the the problem that people get into is like, there's like, because it's, you know, I'm a huge politics, like, junkie, and I'm the only one in, in the group who, like, was really into this shit. And I used to not be into it, because anytime you turn on the news or you turn on something, you know, you're not... You're not telling people to get off your plane or, you know, passing the Civil Rights Act. 99% of it is just, like, bitching and sniping at each other about nonsense, and people don't want to put up with it, you know? And it's it just, you, you you turn on the TV, and it's it's people, like, what, pretending to be offended about shit. What appeals to you about all this this political chitter-chatter? Like, there, you, you go to a lot of these uh, discussion boards, and, and you, you're... you're like I, I follow the news pretty closely, and I, I feel pretty up to date. And uh, a lot of a lot of us are. What is it about the the smaller uh, infighting and kind of tit tit for tat that that appeals to you? I think I'm I've always been really focused on the message. I was a PR guy in, in college, so like people influencing other people to do what they want is like always been appealing to me and like I think a lot of it was I started off because I was like super like I was driving in the car all the time and I would listen to Rachel Maddow because she was on you know Air America back before it exploded Mm -hmm. Um, by exploded I mean you know crashed and burned Um, and you know like the things that people say we should be talking about but that we don't talk about she would be talking about that you know She'd be talking about legalizing marijuana and she'd be talking about reforming, you know, how college works and how people pay for college or making college more accessible or, you know, all these things that that we say are like the big issues that we actually care about. Like, you know, I realize that you need to actually give a damn about those things when it's not election time Uh in order for things to get done about them. And I, I really take issue with people who complain about not having a third-party option. But the day after Election Day, you know, if you're passionate about marijuana being legalized or you're passionate about whatever, you just go back to doing nothing about it. You don't read about it. You don't learn where the laws are about it. You don't go advocate for it. You just wait until two weeks before the election and say, well, gosh, if only we had someone out there pushing for these things I want to hear. And it's like, well, maybe if you and all your friends... We're out there, you know, three years ago pushing for this stuff. Someone would have taken notice, and then they would be trying to get your vote. Mm-hmm. But if, if everyone who wants pot legalized is just sitting in their room... Smoking pot. Smoking pot. <laughs> and, Why you know... Ta- yeah, like, who the hell is going to listen to them? They're not going to come out and vote for you 
Why put your career on the line for people who Be- aren't even going to Because I'm a criminal. I have uh, Entertainment <laughs> Weekly's top ten greatest fictional presidents. Yeah. Yes. All right. So uh, number ten is uh, President David Palmer from Twenty Four. Oh, he was yeah. a good he's president. Good. Don't watch it. One of the first the, black uh, Allstate guy, right? Yeah, he is the Allstate guy. Also number nine is Michael yeah. Douglas in the American President. That's a great president. That's, uh, for those of you who do not remember, it's a romantic I mean, comedy I mean, where the president yeah. dates someone. I think. Oh, oh. Right? Wait, can, I, can I guess who number one is real quick? Uh, yeah, no, go ahead. Can I get? We got eight more. Oh, you want to guess? I want to guess right now. Okay. Can I guess? It's Dave. The president from Dave. Oh, <laughs> Kevin Klein. Yeah. Right. So, I guess that that's right great. Now. That's Number great. Eight is um, Jed Bartlett uh, from Westwood. Oh, he's not yeah. always. Don't watch that's, it. That's I didn't too, watch it. Uh, Keith still doesn't watch it. <laughs> For those of you keeping score at home, that's two Aaron Sorkin presidents, not that in the top right. five. That is right. No, uh, number six is this one. I, well, someone will have to help me out and. Is uh, President Jack Stanton, uh, played by John Travolta in Primary Colors? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, didn't I didn't see it. I, I, not, I, not I didn't realize Travolta ever played a president. That seems like a very uh, unconventional uh, choice. If you haven't uh, yeah, watched Primary Colors, uh, no, it is Clinton. It, it yeah. is Clinton. They just couldn't say it. Uh, Primary Colors is about Clinton running for president. Awesome. And it was written by a reporter that was in the pool and was traveling with him. Uh, he had to write it anonymous, anonymously for some reason. I forget now since time has passed. But uh, I was really into it as a kid. And it, it, uh, Jack Stanton actually made me think about wanting to be president, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill Clinton more so. But I thought the Jack Stanton character was just so crazy and flawed and fun. and Just like mm-hmm. Bill Clinton. Just like a president should be. Yeah. Well, you know, it's these people, are we idolize them. Yeah. We make them magical people. Get off my plane. You know, uh, but they're humans. And, and they that getting vein, their dicks sucked. In that vein, <laughs> number five is uh, Harrison Ford, Star Air Force right. One. Yes. Get off my plane. Get off my plane himself. That's, I can't believe that's higher than Bartlett from West Wing. Uh, it's I guess it's most, weekly, most it's entertaining. Yeah. yeah. Um, number four is Merkin uh, Muffley from Doctor Strange. Yes, that is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Merkin Muffley. I believe that's what it says. Oh, great. I, I don't have to see anything. It's I didn't say you have to. I said you should. No, the cloud. It's okay. I don't have to see everything. Now we're in the top the three. The number three is President Laura Roslin from Battlestar Galactica. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. She's an amazing oh, president. Yeah. I enjoy that choice. Get off my planet. But she... Oh. <laughs> oh, I think that's four. Excuse yeah, me. she wasn't president of the United States, but... Of humanity. Says president. Yeah, I fucking love Laura Roslin. Great president. Oh, uh, and num- uh, this is actually number three, though. It was not number four. But it's Dave, not number one. Uh, yeah. Very close, That's very close. Movie. Top three. Didn't see it. Dave is a lovely movie. Yeah. I'm guessing President from Independence Day. All right, we got some Independence Day president. Number two is Jackson Evans, The Contender, played by Jeff Bridges. Ooh. Is anyone see, familiar with this no. from 2000, the con- year 2000 no, movie? No, doubt it exists. You know what? I think that's the movie. That's the top political thriller with um, that's about the vice president. That's a girl, and I think there's a scandal where she had like some sort of sex thing in college or something. Oh yes, oh, I did not that. see it, but I, I did see that. Really? Yes. Really? People oh, liked it a Jeff lot. Nice, must have been uh, number one, Mel Brooks. And the president number one, my date with the president. The stopped. number one. This is going to be an upset. <laughs> Mel Brooks. Uh, number one is. 
President James Dale from Mars Attacks. Motherfucker! No. Whoa! No. No. Bullshit! No. That's the one I'm most familiar with. Well done. <laughs> well done. That is a key Hammersburger Most familiar Why? with in that it's the only one you've seen. I saw <laughs> Get Off My Plane. Oh, you've movie. seen Air Force One. <laughs> what did Jet We have two uh, branches of government left, and that ain't bad. That was so bad. <laughs> that was I mean, that's a good quote. Yeah, that ain't bad. That's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those are the, uh, the according, of course, to Entertainment Weekly. So, well, I however, guess hasn't seen Independence Day. They did not. Yes, they did not reference Independence Day once or Deep Impact, mm-hmm. which I was surprised. Who's the president? Is it Morgan, Morgan Freeman? Freeman? Yeah. Pre- president Morgan Freeman, well, which know, I watched after Tins was talking about Asteroid uh, Pop, whatever it is, like two weeks ago. Uh, oh yeah, Papas. It was on Netflix when I got home from this <laughs> podcast, Papas. and I freaked the shit out of myself watching that. Yeah, movie. although I guess I could maybe see Morgan Freeman not being on that list because what uh, what exactly did he do as a president other than impact? other than go on TV and warn people that sure, this thing no, is going to happen? He he helped organize a treaty. I'm kind of uh, stretching this one a little bit. Okay, uh, with Russia and other European countries to create the unified space. I'm really stretching. I feel like I'm forgetting. Are more. you stretching or are you just lying about this movie? <laughs> I don't know. All right. I feel um, like... Yeah, there's yeah. got to be better presidents, still. I feel what? like the presidents that we revere the most are the ones, and even the characters we revere the most, are the ones that deal with the most shit. You know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, the president that's number one on Entertainment Weekly survived Mars Attacks. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, no, he didn't, didn't he? Die? Died at the end. Yeah, that's died. why I don't he like winning. Yeah. 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 But, uh, but then, uh, you know, in the real ones we revere... You know, it's Lincoln, uh, where the country fought itself. Yeah. I mean, holy shit. That sounds yeah. like a bad president. I mean, that, yeah. Like, Couldn't keep the <laughs> fucking people from stop fighting just they kill each other. Yeah, I mean. Encouraged that, them to kill each other. Yeah, so that's, I mean, that's pretty wild. Washington. And, uh, yeah, Washington, who, who's, you know, was the general of the revolution. Well, but he wasn't, he was, you know, fighting away another country, which is, before he was even president, you know, he was fighting before, and that was enough totally interesting thing Washington who uh, sort of helped define like the first presidents being generals because he fought his way to that country existing therefore people who fight their way to this country existing being military men make good presidents was the idea because that was sort of what we were formed off of and this year this is like the first time in like forever no military men on the ticket yeah didn't didn't Washington ride into battle as president once we, well, as we, yeah. I don't know. I believe, yeah. and he, I, I want to say it was wasn't it? Washington? He, he was he was shot at, and I I want to say it was four times that uh, his his cloak that he was wearing had four bullet holes in it, but he um, never got hit. Why? Why? What yeah. battle was he involved in after he was a president? And who thought that was no, a good not, idea? Maybe, maybe it wasn't when he was president. It was probably near the. I think it was near the end of the war. Oh, and the, the idea, was the idea behind it, I can't remember what. It, this is the one I'm thinking of at least. Um, it, the morale was very low, and he needed a way to rally the troops, and he rode in front of the gunfire to inspire all of his troops. Mm-hmm. Uh, he put himself See? out there, and like, uh, and then like they did that again in Independence Day with Bill Pullman mm-hmm. uh, going out into battle. Which I think that's why he's not on that list. To be perfectly <laughs> honest, that's a that is a shitty move as a president. Yeah, you don't. Well, I I appreciate well, uh, charging Force, into battle. 
Air Force One president. He had no went, choice. He had no choice. He was, he was being no, He got free, and then didn't he go back? Yeah, to save his wife. And but that's not what you're supposed love. to do as a president. Well, yeah, I think because that, those I think are two people thing. as opposed to 2.5 billion. Is that how many See, we have in America? Uh, about 400 million. <laughs> I said billion. You said 2.5 billion. Yeah, it's probably big. That's probably a little high. <laughs> now, the, the thing is, it's the me. third in population of the world. Uh, we don't have that many people. We don't Who's have a third that? of the world. We're not, we're not a third of the world. No, no. no Why do I keep hearing that third world country stuff? You're What's thinking like India. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, so like the the thing about this, and the thing I always try to keep in mind about Obama, is that we you judge a president very differently in history than you do while he's president. Mm. You know, half the country, I'm sure, like hated fucking Lincoln uh, during the Civil War. Some but, of them still but, do. Yeah, 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 there's, yeah, there's still a lot of resentment there. But history proved him, uh, you know, to, to be a successful president. And I've actually heard, and I actually kind of agree with an argument that, you know, Bill Clinton is a very widely loved president uh, because he, he was very good for the economy in the short term. And people have memories of, of it mm. being, you know, fiscally... Um, you know, prosperous while while he was in charge, uh, but he also made a lot of compromises that fucked a lot of things up down the line. Yeah. Don't ask, don't tell was was a Bill Clinton policy. It was a compromise, and it was better than the, what the Republicans were proposing. But it was still like, you know, we we had to overturn that. That was not a good law. And same thing with repealing Glass Steagall. Bill Clinton deregulated the banks, working with the Republicans, and that largely contributed to the downfall of of you know. Like, the economy collapsed in, in 2008, and that was largely because we didn't have Glass-Steagall to regulate the banks anymore. Yeah. So, so while Bill Clinton was, you know, popular in his time, and Obama's not popular at, at all now, there's a good chance that the things Obama has done, pulling out of these wars, coming out for gay marriage, you know, repealing Don't Ask, Don't Tell, the Lilly Ledbetter Act, reforming healthcare, these aren't popular right now. But 50 years, 100 years from now, we could see Obama being a much more popular and well-respected president than Clinton. Here, here's a question. Can anyone think of a movie where the president does the actual stuff that presidents spend most of their time doing? Uh, like I can think of... Oh, yeah, I guess uh, West Wing. Uh, I don't know. I watched it, so I hope But like, the present danger, the president, who's kind of a villain, spends most of his time like in an office working with like law and... And drug enforcement things, and working on with the CIA. Wild Wild West, Ulysses S. Grant, he's totally right. <laughs> 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 he's doing his job. You know, there aren't really that many great depictions of Grant on film, uh, and I, I think the depiction of him in Wild Wild West very bad is pretty fair. It's very bad. <laughs> Because yeah. I just, wait, Grant was a bad president. Grant was a very bad. Why was Grant? What did he do? There was a lot of scandals. I was always I always heard that Grant was a wonderful president. He was very because of his trust busting ways. He's general. Are you sure you're not? He didn't bust any trusts because there weren't a lot of trusts when Grant was around. Oh wait, sorry. I think you're thinking of Taft. I'm thinking of Taft. No, wait, Taft was. 
Uh, the, actually, Roosevelt used to talk about how he was a giant trust buster, but Taft busted more trusts. And a tub. Which is why and I ran Taft. Well, William Howard Taft was one Dude, of did they have pizza back when Taft was president? I bet he loved no, pizza. No, they did not. Are you sure so. they didn't have... Well, you know what? I, the I, I, world, don't, I can't in good, in good faith. I think we should find probably out. had pizza. When was pizza invented? I'm when looking was up pizza Grant? America? 1492. Yeah, when... Columbus yeah, well, sailed the ocean pizza. Columbus pizza, the ocean pepperoni. Taft, uh, you know, Taft created Dude, the seventh inning oh, man. stretch. Guess when pizza was around. When, when was pizza around? 1500. 1977. What? 977. Nine, seven, seven, it wasn't Italians, was it? it was something something else. A thousand in, years in, before in, Star Wars. In, no, it's... Gaeta, <laughs> Italy. It was Italian. It was Italian, okay. Yeah. I hear, I heard a rumor once. It was the first document. That's of course, that's the first documented time of pizza. I, I think what the deal is, I, I believe <laughs> it was that an underground hit fire. <laughs> I believe that pizza as we know it, uh, especially in America, is much different from when pizza was uh, was made in, look like in the nine hundreds. <laughs> tastes tastes like so much doom. better in Italy. <laughs> and hamburgers like, were broccoli. I pizza in Italy. I was like, oh my god. What have we been eating? I completely disagree with you. <laughs> what? You're We've had this discussion Italy? before, right? You like hate Italian, like real Italian food, right? No, I like real Italian oh food. Oh my god! I don't hate eggs. So I had and eggs I, like, today, for God's sake. I cried when I ate pizza. And you pizza. literally uh, started crying? <laughs> I think we've talked about this. <laughs> we probably had weeping. pizza talk. Yeah, I think you did talk about <laughs> yeah. it. I must have missed that one. It was a very silly one. pizza my friend Dale. Pizza changed the world, though. Pizza was like... Now it's. You don't think so? I was underwhelmed. Oh. Dude, American <laughs> pizza is pretty <laughs> awesome. Oh, we have so many kinds of great pizza. Mm -hmm. Dude, did you guys realize that uh, <laughs> tomatoes were not added to pizza uh, until the late 18th century? Obviously, oh. where have you been? What the fuck? The original pizza was, was just it? like bread and cheese and, and like olive oil. They probably had some yeah. olive oil. Yeah, it says by the late by the late 18th century it was common for the poor of the area around Naples to add tomato to their yeast based for flatbread and so the pizza was born. Citation needed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well here, here's here's the thing too. When you're talking about things that change the world, really the president doesn't have a whole lot to do with it. You know, I mean, the president is very important, but a lot of the things they point to and blame on the president, president can't do a whole lot to control. He's just a, uh, an important cog in a much larger machine. Yeah, yeah. You I mean, need like someone the president good at the end of the day is the dude that says, hey, let's drop the bomb. He can like, beat us. Yeah. Like, ah, that was really important for people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, I'm talking about, like, if you're pointing at something like, like gas prices, or if you're pointing to something like overseas, you know, all this shit that's happening, the Arab Spring, people, you know, throwing over their dictators and wanting democracy. And, like, while we have to play a role in that, that's not necessarily, you know, if, when you point to things overseas and, and try to pin it on a president, or when you take anything that's happening in the country... Like, so much of people's opinions and feelings about things are dictated not from the government, but when people are pissed off about things, it's always easy to look to the government and blame them. So you're saying, like, the president is, like, the quarterback of the football team. He uh, gets the lion's share of the blame when he doesn't really deserve it, but he gets all the credit when things go great. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess that's a pretty good uh, analogy. Um, and, I mean, that's why, you know... 
I mean, I guess you don't see Obama. Like, I mean, there's like, I heard like Mitt Romney in the debates, he made the argument, he said, you know, when Obama took office, gas was, you know, a buck 89. And now look how high it is. It's like, because everything was totally fucked. Like you walk outside, the world economy collapsed. And it's like, oh, gas is less than two bucks. That's not good. Like, that's not a good sign. It's not a good indicator. Yeah. And like, but you know, it gets it gets tied to the presidency, and you see, and you think of all these things and these world changing events, and like, you know, the president really does have a, a hand in some things, but in other things, I mean, they pretty much just have to look at the country, and you know, Congress is going to do their thing, the Supreme Court's going to do their thing, you know, everyone else is going to do their thing, and he has to say, okay. This is the direction you want to go, and he, he kind of has to just try to steer you mm-hmm. in a direction and let the country, you know, move itself forward. And, like, you know, I keep, I keep sucking Obama's dick because I'm such, like, a big Obama fan. Me too. But, like, a lot of the things that he hasn't come out and been, like, like really forceful on... And I've even heard people bitch about, like, gay marriage because he didn't come out and say, you know, gay marriage should be a constitutional right. He said that, you know, yeah, this is my personal belief. States are going to do what they will. And... Mm-hmm. By having a president who will allow that and who will not fight against it, having a president who's not fighting against science and things like that, you know, he's letting the country move forward and he's not, you know, they call it leading from behind, but he's not up there, you know, charging forward. Obama's way is kind of hide behind the, you know, hang behind the rest of the country and speak up when he can, but he, he leaves it to them and... When you leave shit to Congress, shit doesn't get done because they don't work like him. That's why I dig Jay Cutler. You know, oh, like, that's totally Chicago. Yeah, through and through. He's and I feel like uh, Jay Bro, Cutler no. is a little bit like Barack <laughs> Obama mm-hmm. in that way. I think he just doesn't want to be too radical to some people. Right? Yeah, you can't be. It's it's so fucking hard. Everything you say is just picked apart and like analyzed and re- I mean, it's yeah. ridiculous being the fucking president. Have you guys ever had like a dream where you're the president or anything like that? No, no. Oh, I spoke, no. So you uh, become president. What's your first action? Oh, oh as in like room. crazy president yeah, action? Yeah, as in you get like they uh, they lost part of the constitution, so you get to do stuff that's on like the second page. Oh, is there a second page? Probably. Sweet, yeah. great. <laughs> no, I, I get to like. Be- Eight point font. I get to be a fucking dictator for like two months, and then we just go back to everything else. Yeah, and you've already had sex in the Lincoln bedroom. So after that, you're not accountable. There's like no retroactive pursuing of what you've done while you were a dictator. You're just king of America. Oh, and uh, immunity from all crimes uh, for the rest of my life. Yeah, (laughs) I'm just above the law now. Uh, Fuck it, I'll throw that in there too. But yeah, sometimes when shit's all fucked up, you've got all these. Branches of people that are, are, it's their job to argue together and fight. and co- Sometimes, like, if you gotta get shit done, you gotta be like, just shut the fuck up, we're just doing what I want. And, you know, I mean, fucking Lincoln did it, I guess. Chris, yeah. do you think yeah, you'd ever, do you think you'd ever run for political office? Or I couldn't on, possibly. Or on a Octavarius has rendered me or completely <laughs> unable to run for Nah, not well, in this day and age, that's, man. That's interesting that you say that. You know, think of 20, 30 years from now when people are going to be running for president and the pictures and stories and videos that are going to be out there. Just me making people. out with guys. But everybody is like, <laughs> everyone's going to be Everybody's got a terrible public image. Yeah. I guarantee you, like, in 20, 30 years... We're going to get a president, and someone's going to break a story that he was, like, once a meme. Like, he was the freshman year kid from, the, like, the internet memes, or he was, like, you know, Bat Lefrine or something. 
Like, oh man, it's President Bad Luck Brian. <laughs> <laughs> By that time, it'll be so easy to fake things, though. That'll be so confusing. Whatever, though. Like that—that's what's so cool about the internet is like it's all out there. I, I feel like it'd be weird if I didn't find out, you know, that he did a keg stand at a party, or mm-hmm. yeah. you know, like Mitt Romney fucking like beat on a kid that he thought was gay. Yeah. And he, like, cut what? his hair yeah, and shit. Yeah, and he, like, taunted him, and, and, like, Mitt Romney was fucking bullying in high school. He, yeah, he but was, was at, like, a rich school. kid in prep school, and the kid had long hair. He was a gay kid. They didn't know he was gay at the time, but it turned out he was, like, gay kid. Oh, he was gay. And, uh, but yeah, his, like, exact words were, like, look at him, that's not right. And the kid was, like, screaming, and mm-hmm. Romney held him down and cut off all his long hair. Oh, God. Uh, <sighs> yeah, like, Romney was a fucking bully. That's totally real, and, and you like Romney acknowledged it. It happened, and, but like that was him in high school. So the question is, is like, does that fucking matter? You know? Well, I think so. Facebook, I don't know. I, I think it's. I cool. think it matters. I think it matters when the story sticks, when it reaffirms something everybody already believes about you, mm-hmm. right? So pretty much a lot of people who dislike Romney think, oh, Romney's just an entitled rich douchebag who doesn't give a fuck about anybody and picks on people weaker than him. That comes out, and that story sticks. Just like, you know, Obama, anything about him being, you know, black or having a weird name or all that stuff, that sticks because it's very otherly to people. It it doesn't have to be fake. It just has to, people see him Mm -hmm. as an other that they don't trust. So when something like that happens, that's what Mm -hmm. they remember. As opposed to like, you know, if Obama says something stupid or he misspeaks, the, the right wants to pin it on him like he's saying dumb things like Bush, but it doesn't stick because we all think of Obama as a really intellectual guy whereas anything Bush said that was dumb played right into the stereotype that everybody already felt about him so that's what would stick mm. Tins could you ever see yourself in political office? He was dumb No uh, I've just never had the I've never had the drive for it I've never had the interest for it uh, I I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't consider myself to have been politically informed All right, well, uh, let's say until by, the past couple of years Let's say by accident you become president. Uh-oh. What's the first crazy thing you do with, uh, let's say, jungle. let's say you stumble onto uh, $30 billion. You get $30 billion. That's a lot of money. Your dude. first four years. Uh, it's, I think it's about time that uh, we reclaimed tallest building in the world. Okay. Uh, I think, I think it's about time <laughs> Chicago had a building. <laughs> Chicago had a building that was 500 stories tall. And I will live in the top floor. <laughs> I will have free room service every day. Uh, I get uh, there's a there's an adjoining room for uh, a plus one friend anytime I want. Just one though. Let's not get nuts. <laughs> Is it a separate bathroom? Or? Do you get your own? Oh no, it's like a, it's like one of those hotels where you have the the weird like connected bathroom. How many stories do you think the tallest building is? Uh, did you just look it up? I did just look it up. One uh, fourteen. You know what? That's very close. Twelve thirty. Really? It's one hundred and thirty-seven <laughs> stories. So this is a five hundred story <laughs> castle. Yeah, I'm gonna blow that fucking record right out of the water, right, dude. Right. I am the president by accident. <laughs> it's like you're. I'm just giving you a comparison, of everybody. Jetsons house. Is that the, the one? Co- in, that's the one in Dubai. That's the one right? in Dubai. Yes. Mission Impossible Four. 
Yeah. I think it was there before the movie, though. Sure, but that's <laughs> and, how I know it. <laughs> and my thought is, like, people are going to say, oh, no, President Tins, you can't build a building that you high. You wouldn't be President Herzog, you'd be President Tins. <laughs> Dude, Chris, this is all an accident. It's all out of my control. <laughs> Presumably, somebody elected me because they saw a video of the Star Wars show or Everyone something. wrote in Tins being ironic. It's <laughs> just an elaborate yeah. Reddit and fortune. Uh, and uh, in another news, uh, former or, or current President Tins uh, video surfaced of him of him impersonating Larry the Cable Guy wearing a Rorschach mask. I like that the news calls me current President Tins. <laughs> also, they can't prove it because he's wearing a Rorschach uh, mask. But we believe this to be Tins. Current President Tins, uh, who was often behind uh, education. Well, we found this interesting video called Cooking with a Liar, yeah. <laughs> what are you in which he has swearing at himself, covered in, in eggs. There seems to be some sort of plot involved, but uh, we, we at the news cannot possibly parse out what that plot can be. And we're back at day two of Pie Contest Gate. <laughs> 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 Where did that medium saucepan go? President Tins has no answer. It's the biggest building ever. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, and okay, uh, let's say that's probably going to eat up like half my money. Yeah. So, Don't forget the Indian impersonation, Native American. I'm sorry, what? Uh, that one hasn't been documented. Uh, oh yeah. no, you're you, uh, Antoine Proud. Antoine Proudfeather. Yeah. There are some pictures. <laughs> yeah, your Native American character. Yep. Yeah. One of the funniest. So you got fifteen billion. No one liked if I recall. Okay, fifteen million. I loved it. Fifteen million dollars left, LP. Yeah. Uh, I am gonna make from the top of of my new building uh, to the tip of the White House one zip line. <laughs> Where is the building? It's in Chicago. Yeah. It's so house apparently. It's impossible. like in Ravenswood. Because I live there, man. It'll be super easy for me. I'll get to walk from your apartment to your new tower. <laughs> the way I figure, I'm probably... I'm, really, it's not it, It's not for me to move from my apartment to the building. Because I figure I'm probably just going to live between so my, new, my new tower and the White House. It's really just for me moving stuff. It's going to be easy. the White House on top of your new tower. Dude, don't tell DC's president. DC's not gonna like that. Like, Who's your vice president? <laughs> they're not. They're not gonna love the zipline either. What celebrity would Dude, you have? Dude, the media as vice would president? fucking kick your ass. Ooh, man. what celebrity would I have as vice president? Yeah. Am I gonna like? Am I really trying to go with the what no, the fuck's going on? Accident, they're stuck yeah. with you and you're uh, stuck with them. You think this is all a dream? Okay, <laughs> okay <laughs> then Russell Brand. <laughs> you can't, nah, because uh, he's foreign. You don't have to be. Do you don't have to be American born and be a vice president, right? You just get skipped Maybe, over. I don't know. I think so because you, you probably. Be I yeah. think so. Dude, I bet you have to be an American. I'm looking he up. just couldn't be president. I think it would just skip. Yeah, him. It skip him. It just skips I just, people. I What's just the think point? you'd have a lot of trouble getting elected if you're a vi- like if. But you're not running. This is all because that Star Wars show. Was right. So this is because like this is because of a lot of of irony votes. No, you, <laughs> no, you gotta okay, be okay, born. Wait, 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 you okay. gotta be born. It can in... be it can be anyone in the world. Okay. But it has to be someone who's known for like some epic. Failure video that got leaked out on the internet. <laughs> yes, dude, don't pick that like, like a guy who or or like it. any like really upsetting meme. Just don't pick the okay. Britney alone guy. So it's gotta be somebody who's already been like publicly embarrassed right. on the internet. Yeah, right. Bieber. Um. Okay. Bieber. Oh God. I. I. I can't. 
I, I can come up with a Charlie good one, Bitten. I'm sure. Charlie uh, can I go? Could I go with British. Vice President David after dentist? <laughs> now remember, Tins, if you want to create a giant fucking building with a zip line to the ground, yes. Are you about to propose a problem to this? <laughs> People would have to vote on it first, and nobody would go for it. He's already got the money. This is Mars Attacks rules. Yeah, I, you'd have to declare a national emergency. And completely Dude, suspend... the emergency is President Tins ain't got no tower! <laughs> <laughs> get, <laughs> get FEMA in there. This will be done you, in like 17 years. You would be the world's biggest tyrant. The UN would... Be, would it, I'm going to rule peacefully from my... The, uh, probably how literal... How would we assume that? Probably, Why would we assume Probably that? from my literal ivory tower. <laughs> Tans, I assume that like after your your term is done, you're gonna like want to stay in that tower, right? Yeah, what's there's not a problem with that. <laughs> I can totally stay in my tower after my presidency's done, right? They yeah. just cut the zip line. So, <laughs> so your first the least order they can do is reroute it to, to like Columbus. Or yeah, it, it sounds like your first point of order. Is to just go completely mad the instant you get power. Yeah. Is that not know. the idea? I, it sounds to me like he's just creating a ton of jobs and a great tourist attraction for one of the United States' biggest cities. What, what else is in the building, Tint? Uh, <laughs> a soda machine. The other 499 Okay. He, he just said it was that tall. He didn't say there were floors all He said right. 500 stories. Yeah. Yes. Uh, 500 all connected stories. via fireman pole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can one of your floors and, terrible. and uh, can I be in charge of the floor? There's always one floor in flux. Dude, you guys are each going to be in charge of like 18 floors. Oh, only 18? So that's, a small small that's a small town. Dude, finally 18. Like, oh, hey, just so many pigs. I'm just going to have like like 18 floors. Dude, dude, walk it. Yes, Makula. Can Makula land my 18 floors attack LP's land? His 18 floors? Dude, I'm imagining if I give you guys each 18 floors, walking through this building is going to be like walking through a scene from the Warriors. You mean sliding <laughs> through this building on your fireman's pole. No stairs. Yes. Well, there... Uh... Oh my god, how many people would die? <laughs> 500 stories on <laughs> we would all have the worst rashes on our legs. <laughs> yeah, our clothes. There's a pillow at the bottom. There is a single <laughs> pillow, a single uh, Target brand just queen size pillow. Target brand. <laughs> how, uh, how fast do you go at full slide? Uh, you're practically in free fall. <laughs> it's a well greased pole. It's gotta be. It's like dangerously well greased. Dude, would would like grease all over the insides of your shirt and pants then become a huge status symbol that you live in the president's building? Uh, yes. The f- in my in my under my presidency, the filthier you look, the classier you are. Uh, re- real quick, uh, just before the the podcast is over, uh, is everyone gonna vote? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna vote a couple of times. Yeah, I've been trying to stop a lot of people from voting lately, so my vote counts more. What? <laughs> I was actually surprised at like some older people that <laughs> that are not voting. Yeah, so like oh, I don't care. Are you guys? Is anyone gonna do a write-in? 
Or a, or a third party? Ooh. Ooh, I don't know anyone else. No. Nah. I, I just don't care. My, my, friend, my friend, every year, he goes and he, he writes in big old veiny dick. And he votes for big old veiny dick as president. What? He votes Dude, every year for like... big old veiny dick? I yeah. actually really respect that. What? There's what? not even elections okay. every year. Two, two, <laughs> two things. One, I think it's better than staying home if you really don't like either candidate. I think writing in something and saying, like, hey, fuck you, I didn't want to vote for either one, sends a message that, like, hey, you could get my vote, but you didn't. And two, he sends votes... a message, and then they throw the ballot in the garbage. <laughs> but right. it gets counted. It gets counted on the record oh, yeah. forever that someone voted for big old veiny dick instead of the two parties. Look this up right um, now. Then uh, the other thing is he votes for all the other offices. He votes for... All the local ones and all the state ones. So his he vote does, does count for a lot of yes, for his, his thing is, I live in <laughs> Illinois. It's not going to matter. The Democrats going to win no matter what. I'll write in some bullshit third party thing and vote for everything. You know, I, I guess I... Everyone I, did that, though. Well, I, I suppose I could see the that Democrats point. Republicans would have to pull be, because from, from the standpoint of an Illinois resident, it's like, I'm going to go vote. I'm going go, to go make my vote count. But, but you know, there, there is that thing of like... We live in a an overall very liberal state. We've like Barack Obama is going to get a huge portion of the Illinois vote. So I, I can definitely see the mindset of people in, in Illinois who are like, Nah, I'm not gonna vote. It's just you it know, doesn't matter. The, 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 the Democrat will win. You, like, why even learn anything about him? Yeah. Um, but I mean, you know. Do you guys have? Uh, you know how there's like some offices you just may not know that much about. Does anyone else have a system by which they just randomly pick who they vote for? No, I read the newspaper. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you have a system that you might want to... No, I'm just curious if other people do, because mine uh, has a lot of loopholes that I I would love a better way of doing it. People go for top choice or funniest name. Before I vote, but if I don't know, I feel like I shouldn't vote. Yeah. Like I, I read, uh, like usually the newspapers make it pretty easy to like read who they recommend and why, and uh, like I don't always agree with the Chicago Tribune, but they usually have a pretty good paragraph or two about why they like somebody, and mm-hmm. uh, you know if I disagree with why they like that person, then I vote the other way. Mark, what is your system? Oh, I mean, sometimes, like, if I'm going through the judges, I'll just vote for, like, names that I think would be nice people, and then, but then, (laughs) if it sounds like there's a lot, because it always, like, when it gets to the judges, and, like, maybe I've read about two of them, and then there's, like, 30, and then, you know, and I want, and then sometimes I'll look at it and be like, oh, I, I voted for a Zimmerman already, this, like, you know, oh, uh, Horowitz, that sounds a lot too similar, (laughs) You don't vote for more than one Jew? Come on. Dude, I'm, I They're judges. You. I know what we're up to. <laughs> it's not Aww. always Dude, good. I do the same thing, man. I vote by the funniest name. Judge Dude. Yeah. That's what's got to be so weird about mm-hmm. being being on the ballot but not being president. It's, it seems like such a toss-up. Vote for me, Congressman uh, Dick Pony. It's like, if I saw if I saw Richard Dick Pony, Dick I'd Pony vote. is for certain gonna win. He's gonna win. I just don't Dick check Dick the Pony. box if I don't know the guy. But you're not most people. Most people have been taught to fill out forms in their entirety. Dude, you don't get credit if it's not on the scantron. Thank you. <laughs> also, I get. Does anyone? I get kind of bored like about two thirds of the way through. I get bored and think I didn't fill it out correctly and panic. <laughs> See, th- this year, pretty much, because I did an absentee ballot this year, first time ever done absentee, but it allowed me to, like, 
I didn't I didn't vote for anyone who was running uncontested because I'm like they're gonna win anyway and like. I don't really know, and I don't really, you know, I don't want to, what if they're evil, I don't want to vote for them. What if there's a write-in candidate that you just don't know about? Yeah, so I, I just looked at the uh, the ones that were actually running up against other people, and then I would, like, do a quick Google search on both of them, and, like, it's pretty easy to tell mm-hmm. a lot of the time. I mean, a lot of the time it would be like, because I voted for one Republican, and the rest Democrats, and, like, I remember being like, I want to be nonpartisan and vote across the... And, like, the Democrats I would look up would be like, here's my position. And the Republican would be like, I have pretty much the same position. Uh, I don't have the experience, but my lack of experience is kind of a plus. And I'm like, all right, I'm not voting for you. Why would I do that? Yeah. Keep them out. Keep <laughs> those young idiots out. You guys Fuck think... Them. You guys think uh, some people just aren't gonna go to uh, to the polls next Tuesday because it's just too? Dude. They don't know whether it's gonna be too cold, or too, too windy, too rainy, too sandy, golf. too sandy, too sandy, too sandy. You know the hurricane. Too sick. Oh, uh, the beach. Too soon. But fear not, listeners. No, it's totally not over. It's not over on, on Friday. Well, oh, oh, by the time Friday comes, I don't know, probably, I don't know how hurricanes work. But the memories will live forever. <laughs> you know who does know how hurricanes work? <laughs> it's our good friend here at Octavarius. You know what, I, I think that means it's time for Cloud, Cloud tells, tells the Weather. Tomorrow morning at sunrise, take a look straight in the sun and you just may f- see the face of President Taft. Don't do that, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Your eyes will not hurt. Also, around noon, expect uh, slight breezes. The weather will probably be in the, the 20s. <laughs> Deal with it. Now we're cooking. Uh, look, wash your head, wash above head for feet. Then the zip line, they might get you. And uh, later in the day tomorrow, there will be a horrific earthquake um, caused by all this jibber-jabbering and fighting about the election. But don't worry, it'll go back to normal after Election Day. And this has been Cloud oh, Tells the Weather. Castelvi, anything going on with the weather this week? Uh, close. 46 and sunny on Friday and 48 and cloudy on Saturday. Also, there's a hurricane happening. Not in Chicago. Well, we'll yeah. probably get a little rain sometime. Yeah, apparently Lakeshore is fucking going to be nuts all night tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the Doppler, at least uh, right now as we're recording this on Monday, there's like a bunch of the cloud pattern from the hurricane is hitting us. windy today. So, uh, yeah. I mean, speaking of when we're recording this, uh, as always, we record this live on Mondays. Uh, and you can listen to it uh, live and chat along with us at livestream.com slash Octavarius. Otherwise, if you're not listening live, you're probably yeah. catching this the first day that it's available on uh, Friday, November 2nd. Uh, and it'll be available uh, on Octavarius.com, on iTunes, and now on Stitcher. Which means if you're listening to it on Friday, November 2nd, and we have some very special birthdays to announce. Yeah, of course we do. First of all, happy birthday to uh, comic book artist Steve Ditko. Oh, I love him. He mm-hmm. created my favorite Spider-Man. Hey, happy birthday, David Schwimmer. You, you old rascal, you. <laughs> happy birthday to lesbian Katie Lang. Oh. Is that what uh, she happy, uh, for? <laughs> That's the first word on there. Happy birthday to uh, Laura W. Bush. 
Yeah. Happy birthday, Nelly. Damn it! <laughs> wait, wait. Is no, her middle name really W? So, yeah. So it's Laura W. and George W. Unless famousbirthdays.com is like an un, like a not credible source. <laughs> I, was say, that's I think it, you think it's it, it's perhaps possible that that website <laughs> used the last name W. Bush. It's not my top recommended website for celebrity birthdays. <laughs> you got it on Bing, didn't you? <laughs> Uh, so yeah, happy birthday to all, of course. And to all a good night. Oh, not an entirely good night, Mark, because, well... Oh. Uh-oh. <sighs> we, no. We're ha- no, Mark, we're having a lot of fun on this podcast. Yeah. But... Exactly. Thanks, everybody. No, Mark! What? We have to fulfill our duty as responsible podcasters. Well, Claude already talked about the weather. Yeah, but we can't just talk about the fun uh, births in the world. Yeah. Because we must read from the book. (laughs) You know, Mark, every time somebody is born, someone must die. That's the rule. That's the truth. (laughs) No, it isn't. The cops stay out. (laughs) So, uh, unfortunately, we must extend some condolences to the family, friends, and fans. I, I can't find anybody nothing. either. Come on. Of George at... Bernard Shaw. Oh, that's a good one. You old rapper. Yeah. Oh yeah, and uh, and our condolences to the family of, of Andy Rooney, American mm. Radio and Television. Mm. Mm. Thanks, FamousDeathDays.com. This is HistoryOrb.com. <laughs> I fucking hate HistoryOrb.com. What's in your history? <laughs> and to the uh, remaining family of Mississippi John Hurt. Mm-hmm. A rocker, I guess. No DMDM. Uh, well. Um, to the family and friends of singer Andy Williams. Oh. Sorry for your loss. Sorry. I guess you could say this segment is kind of disrespectful. Sorry. It's gotten that way today. I try I try and keep it uh civil. But you know we're animals. Boy Shelby has that thing with Andy Williams. I I sure feel better uh now that we've Yeah, I feel a lot better. I feel so much better. I was way too happy. Uh well we are uh we're almost out of time and my uh computer broadcasting to live stream is almost out of battery. But uh I think we have just enough time for President Nick, Nick McCoolis Seven Words of Wisdom. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down that big old. This has been President McCoolas Seven Words of Wisdom. I got you from across the room. No, dude, there's oh. two parts to that. Story. You give him another one. Do you show him another yeah, picture? Really there's. Can I, can I talk real quick? Yeah. Go okay. Nuts. So wait, can I explain real quick? Yeah. I we when Chris Bogue said uh, his I friend the votes were big veiny dick. I was like, look up how many. Look up to see if big anybody if big veiny dicks like recorded. And LP just Google's big big veiny dick. Which is not being a ton of porno. Not how many people have been elected or voted. No, not even. (laughs) And so I I pull it up for the seven words of wisdom and there's a big bunch of pictures of big veiny dicks. No voters though. Hey, uh, 
I want to plug before we go. I want to plug the show coming up because it's going to be fucking nuts. Do it yeah. to it. Anything uh, uh, anything special about this show, Chris? Yeah, we have a special guest star on this show. He couldn't be with us for the podcast with Patrick Rowland. Uh, fantastic improviser. Uh, does an amazing Barack Obama impersonation. He is actually doing uh, both the, the written portion of the show with us. Uh, he's also sitting in with us for the improv set. Uh, 7 o'clock Sunday night at Comedy Sports. Uh, it's gonna be a fucking great show. We got a lot of we. Costello is Mitt Romney, and we got Michelle right. Bachman, Keith Zan Coulter. T-shirt cannons. Maybe t-shirt <laughs> cannons. Uh, Working on those there's cannons. puppets. It's gonna be. It's gonna be fucking great. Um, yeah, do that, and uh, also uh, go vote if if you're registered. You yeah. can register now, but if you're listening to it, like actually do it because don't forget. You know. Do that, please. Yeah, Halo comes out that day. Make sure even if you're going to play Halo... You oh, Halo comes out that day? That's oh, a, man, I that, can't uh, vote anymore. That could <laughs> fuck things up. They're, they're actually really worried about Unfortunately, it. Unfortunately, that's totally valid. Yeah, yeah, I totally buy that. Well, anyway, uh, come see the show this Sunday at 7 at Comedy Sports. That's 929 West Belmont in sunny Chicago, Illinois. Um, and uh, as always, follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. We are at Octavarius. And with that... We have to go. We gotta run right out the door right now. Uh, so thanks for listening, everyone. Have eight days in a wicked week. Say bye, everybody. Run! 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 Run!